Deeper down the rabbit hole, in Toronto, Ontario, at the Queen City Curio, a cult and spiritual store. It is Deeper Down the Rabbit Hole, Black Style! So, Deeper Down the Rabbit Hole, in conjunction with the Queen City Curio, is doing live the monarch summonings all 72 of the goisha yeah. and a few others but yeah. before we do that we're going to talk about each and every spirit we're not going to have guests unless they've actually done the summoning of the spirit in question and oftentimes the show the new format of the show is we will have these conversations live and the podcast will basically be recorded after we just did the summoning yes with the footnotes there so you get actual experiences and there's live people here, which will be part of the question and answer cycle. You know, you should probably pull closer to me for a video. Yep. We can edit that. Looking at that. Well, I know. Is it good? Technical difficulties Technical. with live recordings. And you hear me on the test. Yes, yes. Anyway. Our old format used to be more like this, us just talking. We have, yeah, a, Lucifer, we have a Lucifer ritual behind us right now. Yeah, we do. Well. A simple ritual stuff with a not simple obsidian mirror, which is expensive. Not not flexing here. Not flexing it's his. Here. He just enjoys it. I very much enjoy it. And we have them at the Queen City Hero too, if you like one. It's pretty nice. That was a pretty good sales pitch. But we're going to talk about Lucifer today. Lucifer is one of those entities that has an unbelievably difficult history. And if you go on the internet, just, there's so much jack shit crazy internet about Lucifer. It's not, not even funny. Mixed mythologies. Very mixed. So the word Lucifer somehow in ancient times got transcribed to mean Satan. Yes. By a biblical error, because basically Lucifer should just transfer to the morning star and be associated with Venus, which is the morning star. And through a biblical translation error, or purposefully or not, all of a sudden Lucifer becomes Satan. We're not going to consider that Lucifer classic demonology circles lucifer is the prince of air and that becomes very important in our own personal practice i find that lucifer is very important uh, very very important there was one time heard about the i, I know story, i know the right? Katrina story yeah yeah it was the one time i got a message from a priest s of lucifer who got possessed in front of me and literally told me yeah you shouldn't move to the swamp city right now and then katrina happened. and katrina happened a week later so it was a pretty good timely message from the so-called Prince of Darkness, who actually, as we see oftentimes, Christianity reverses everything. Lucifer is really illumination. Mm -hmm. I mean, literally illumination, literally, that's like what the it morning means. star. <laughs> I mean, this entity is complicated because also you have a whole branch religion called Luciferianism, which some of the tenets I don't necessarily disagree with, but some of the style I, I might have issues with. Yeah. When people research Lucifer, they also sort of come to the same conclusion, like, Maybe they don't like the style, but ultimately, a Prince of Air and Daemonology and other circles, what does this mean? What does this mean, Prince of Air? It means can enlighten the air in you in right. an infernal sense. Now, what does that actually mean? Well, I think, you know, if we call Raphael and we did mm -hmm. angel work, we have this capacity of you are calling the angel in from air. Now, he's also Mercury, but yep. I really think the angel of air 
uh, you really understand if you put these two side to side, the differences, you yeah. know, angel work in practice. And if you're a ceremonial magician, I will try to offend you as much as possible. <laughs> uh, I'm not really, but in practice, I find the angels are very aspirational. So the magic comes off as aspirational, right. but the infernal powers are immediate and sort of entropic or here. They're or here, grounded. Lucifer is interesting because whenever we have done actual workings, I think we've done We've done like so many. 50, we've done 60 so many. Lucifer workings. Sometimes there's this idea and this undercurrent that keeps coming through continuously. And we're talking invocation of Lucifer. So we're not talking some TikTok, whatever. No, boy. I mean, we're doing an well, invocation of Lucifer. He'll always speak to the Demiurge. Yes. And what the Demiurge in Gnostic philosophy is and the chains of the Demiurge could be interpreted to mean all of our thoughts, maybe even language, maybe even all the things that imprison us to this world and imprison the world to be a prison instead of a land of possibilities. Yeah. I mean, Lucifer of air, if you really think about air, what single miracle in the world has ever been or ever started without a thought, mm -hmm. with air being thought? What miracle in the world that we have? Microwaves, TVs, cell phones? Well, yeah, air in the thought process, air in the breath process. Right. What has there ever been an idea that ever manifested in a world without air? I mean, no right. idea is nothing. Right, at least if you're dealing with classical ceremonial magic. So if your thoughts are constrained, your thoughts are constrained by the opinions, the wills, the other ideas of other, the social constraints, the all the shit in your head that tells you you cannot do this, you're not good enough, mm -hmm. all that crap is the demiurge. In a way. Now, I know some ceremonial magicians, again, and classical platonics will be like, yeah, you don't know what you're talking about. But I do. I do. I think I do. You think I know what I'm talking about? I think you. Maybe. I think you. I think I do. Because literally, it comes down to an idea of, like, if you cannot conceive of the reality, how can you magic a reality? So this principle of air that Lucifer represents, even when you take into account for the Christian mix-up and think it's about Satan, which it's not. Satan is yeah. a different spirit. But if you even think of that in this infernal thing about rebellion of air or rebellion in air. Well, and there's a lot of references in terms of Prometheus and Lucifer. There is. There is a lot of Promethean references. Because if you can't conceive of something, how can you create the world that you would step into? If you're so blocked and chained by different aspects of social control, yep. whether it's your friends, whether it's the society you live in, whether it's your personal upbringing, whether it's your inner demons that continuously beat you down and say you can't do something, yep. or whether it's it's your friends who tell you you're not going to be able to do why you're wasting your time. Yep. But all of those constraints happen inside the mind, the thoughts. So you can call a spirit that will challenge you on those points, not necessarily do it for you. I mean, that's not Lucifer. That's not Lucifer. <laughs> but even a spirit that will challenge you on points that you can't see, inside your own thought processes and say, you are chained by this demiurgic idea of this. This idea is holding you back. Yeah. Even the challenge itself from such an entity 
is enough for you to focus on it, which is could be enough for you to break the chains. Well, that's enough for you to break the chains. And then it gets into when we start looking at the different vices, Lucifer is connected to pride. Correct. Right. So if we go to classic thing is pride. How can you have pride, pride if you're being controlled by others? Right. You can't. You can't. Pride is a rebellion against both the against the status quo and against the system of controls. And in this case with Lucifer, you become the light. You become the light. Your ideas become the light. And I don't want anyone to think that I'm saying this is easy. Yeah. No. Oh, this ain't easy. This ain't easy. Like, he's not an easy spirit to work with. He demands not bullshit. Yeah. And especially you not bullshitting yourself. He's brutal with that. He is absolutely brutal. And by not bullshitting yourself, I mean, yeah, you can't bullshit yourself about your own weaknesses. You have to own them. You have to accept that. Not necessarily accept it. You can do stuff about it. You have to be honest about, yeah, this is my thought pattern. It is a freaking weakness. And then using that as fuel to illuminate yourself and go further. Well, in a way, pride demands that you over it, get past it. Otherwise, how can you be, how can you have pride over your achievements if some inner demon or something like that is holding you down? And this gets to the notion of demonic ascension. And uh, there's a lot of books on this, a lot of materials. And it all is kind of done in the most sinister way. I think whack jobby way, like not whack job per se, but it's like it's over the top, like yeah, over the top back in black. Oh uh, uh, well, we're in black. Oh, uh, <laughs> what is that? But it's over the top blackness, like over the top gothness. Now we're gonna do a Lucifer working tonight. That's why we're yeah, that's wearing why black, we're black, you know, because we're basically like okay, we're it's ritual in the dark. We have this establishment. We've summoned Lucifer enough to show before this. Usually we'll do the show after. Yeah, and we just. You know, but there's a lot that's like overly about the style of rebellion versus the actual act of rebellion. Yeah. Like the actual act of rebellion is an act of rebellion. Right. It's a mental rebellion. You are rebelling. The enemy is no one but yourself. Yes. And limitations are yours. So to have this spirit who's a just brutal taskmaster, a brutal, Mm -hmm. a brutal spirit that's like, yeah, you're lying to yourself and this is the issue. Yeah. That's a good friend for a magician to have. That's a very good friend. You know, most people kid themselves and lie to themselves 100% of the time. To have a spirit tell you that you're kidding yourself, lying about this, that's not what your real interests are, or that your thoughts are chained and broke, not, you're not free to express yourself. Express yourself. You need to work on that inner freedom up here. You need to fix this pretty useful, but he does so in a classic martial arts teacher way. Yeah, he is harsh. <laughs> but you get good. It's tough love. Yeah, it's tough love. You get tough love. You get a spirit who isn't fluffy. Go and take your crap. Isn't going to let you lie to yourself. Is going to force you to confront your inner constraints on your mind straight wholesale. Not much mercy about throwing them in your face. That's probably the best thing you could ask for from um, an adversarial spirit that to push you to become more than you are in a world of constraints. In a world of constraints, that's not to say that Lucifer doesn't have any mercy, he certainly does. I mean, with Katrina, he oh, yeah. I see that personally, like where he stepped in and said, Don't go there, that that will just be bad. Yeah, that's pretty merciful. But you know, if I said, Hey, Lucifer, I'm gonna make 10 million dollars, right. You know, it's going give to be a hard task. He's going to be like, get off your ass. What are yeah. you doing to get that? You know, so this is not a spirit that I feel 
you know, if you go on the internet, it's like you see all these things. You just pray to Lucifer. It's like, you know, it's like Yahweh 2.0. But it's like, that's not my experience. My experience is you don't go to Lucifer to ask for stuff. You go to Lucifer for clarity on what to, what to ask for and how honest to be with yourself or help to assist you to break the chains inside your own mind so you can ask for the proper things. Mm-hmm. Like you might not even be able to ask for the proper things because you constrained in your thinking processes based on previous upbringing. Yep. And Lucifer says is a very benevolent spirit in this regard to say, yes, I can break that for a price. And the price almost always is, what is your action plan in the world? Yep. It's not, uh, it's not. Here's my soul. Not like that. Not, yeah, <laughs> not, not here. here's my soul. That's no, no. Well, in a not... way it is kind of like, here's my soul, but it's like, no, show me your, actual soul yeah like bring out your actual soul but you're not selling it to right you're yourself. selling it and breaking the constraints which really holds you down now if you think about air in the classic elemental sense what does air do well we breathe it all the time that's true mm-hmm. that helps with cellular respiration the classic ceremonial sense it's always tied to and thoughts ideas. and ideas and if your ideas are constrained there is no rebellion or new creation that can because it's just the status quo at that point. It's the status quo. And in some cases, whereas the angels might be more aspirational, in my humble opinion, mm-hmm. sometimes you just need to break what's in your head yeah. to be able to, to express a whole different world. Yeah. The other correspondence is, of course, with air with thought. If you actually study how air works, air in its ultimate form is free. Mm-hmm. So if your mind is not free, it isn't emulating air. There'll be something else. Yeah, it'd be something else. But thoughts are air. So the more free your mind can get with these constraints you can break, the more you can express the you, that the real you in this world and create the world that you want to actually see. Mm-hmm. Bad Muhammad Dami. Create the world you, <laughs> create the world you want to see and be in. But in this case, it really, you cannot create the world you want to see if you're so constrained by thoughts that aren't yours. Mm-hmm. We go back to the demiurge. How many of our thoughts are not ours? A lot, a lot, lot. So we we are strong advocate. I know people listening to the show. They tried to listen to work. Oh, maybe maybe I don't get anything out of it. Well, you know, some of the what they're not getting out of it is you don't ask for miracles. You ask for a mirror. Yeah. And then you ask for the mirror to correctly point out to you what's the best chain in your mind you can break right now. To cause a ripple. To cause a ripple and to break, then learn what other change you can break to be more and more free, just like air. Yep. Deeper down the rabbit hole, every two weeks, we're going to summon a demon. We're going to talk about summoning that demon. Yep. And we're going to add a couple of the red demons too, because we like them. We do. But we're not going to go get some goat's penis or something like that and actually use that in ritual. Just that's over the top. I mean, if that's your aesthetic, great don't want to deal with it well technically it says kid so it's ambiguous whether it's a little boy's Boy penis or, or goat's penis either way we're not doing no. it. uh we're just going to summon the demon the demons and talk and the reason we're doing this we committed to doing this immersion we went for about two three years everyone's going to be here queen city curio 607 gerard street that may or may not be our address in the future but we were going to do everything in person and we're going to do everything in soon with the shows we have some goodies coming up with that, so you get like these little cheat sheets for the members. Right, or... everyone, all the members who are participating get cheat sheets, sort of form a booklet of all the demons. 
And we're actually going through the actual practical experience of ritual magic. You can't really pay enough to get this kind of experience from doing banishing rituals, different banishing rituals. We're creating a banishing ritual out of the four elemental kings, which is classical demonology. But then we're also going to throw in other banishing. We're going to show different techniques of, of working with these de demons. We're even going to actually basically have different altar setups, even show the classic ceremonial setup. Yeah. People can get fully exposed to different ways to do this and adopt their practices, but at least be exposed to the experience of that, because realistically, the only thing worth having is experience. And so if you're possible, we can make it up, even if you're a member and you're watching the videos, but yep. one day, one weekend you say, yeah, I can come up to Toronto. Come up to Toronto, up to Toronto. it's Friday, we're gonna do this, but it's every other Friday for a while, and then yeah. we're gonna move from there. So this is Deeper Down the Rabbit Hole. We'll see you in two weeks. Deeper Down the Rabbit Hole is sponsored by the Queen City Curio and Apothecary in Toronto, Ontario. Proudly in East Chinatown. Our store is at 607 Gerard Street East. Unit 401. Just take the elevator up to the fourth floor and we're right there. We carry the finest spiritual goods for all spiritual paths. Whatever you are into, we can help. Check out our full public library of occult materials with over a thousand books. Accessible anytime the store is open. Check us out online at queencitycurio.ca. Be sure to leave a wish at our wish shrine right outside our door. You never know, it may just come to pass.